everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality, the self, the deep down basic whatever there is, and you're all that, only you're pretending you're not. Who we are is not this physical body that we're in that is here for a moment and gone. Who we are is this infinite intelligence, and we forget that. The same intelligence that, is, that created this infinite universe that never ends is you. And those of us seeking a way to transform life, to capture fulfillment in every now moment, to redefine our reality to live this life to its fullest. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every single day. Are you living? Are you killing time? What's up, lifers? Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about a subject that is kind of a faux pas in some of the self-mastery and sort of spiritual circles, and that's talking about being negative. You know, we get into these circles of spiritual awareness and all this fluffy stuff, and we talk about the power of positivity, the power of presence, you know, the here and now, all these wonderful things that are supposed to bring about a more fulfilling life and all that and we're supposed to shed all of these other things that someone has identified at some point that that you know hold us back. But it's not that easy, you know, or at least it's not that easy for a large percentage of us. No matter how hard we might work and focus and do all the inner work and all the things that the masters and the gurus tell us to do, it just doesn't come as easy to a very large percentage of us. You know, I'm around a lot of people who are working on themselves or they've done it for a very long time, they coach other people and it's taken a lot of work. They've done a lot of work to get where they're at. And it wasn't just an overnight thing. It wasn't even a, a, a over a year thing. Like it's taken many years and there's backslides. But one thing I've noticed is a lot of people don't talk about that. You know, there's a lot of putting themselves out there and you only see the best. You know, social media is famous for that. They, you see all the great things that people are up to. You see all the highlights of their life, but not many people share the lowlights. You know, this journey is for different, uh, so much different for all of us. And so many of us work on ourselves. But what, what happens in these circles is what works for one person doesn't work for all. And sometimes we place that on ourselves. You know, this, this happened for a certain person in a certain way. How come it's not happening for me that way? And the one thing that I want to discuss today is the fact that you need to give yourself permission to not be floating around on cloud nine. You really need to give yourself the right to be negative. You know, if you have a negative slump, it's natural. We're all there at some point or another. And we need to give ourselves the ability to continue to grow and evolve. And along the way of growing and evolving, we we have these growing pains when we learn how to walk, you know, when we're little, when we're, when we're babies, we, you know, we, we learn how to walk and we stumble and we fall so many times. And in this journey of mastering yourself and mastering life, it's a constant struggle to not fall down, but we're going to do it regardless of how hard we try, no matter how much work we put in, just because you've decided at whatever point that you're going to make this conscious decision to master 
life. You know, you're going to grab a hold of it by the horns. You're going to tell life where you're going to go and, you know, you're going to manifest things. Well, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden next week that you're going to be that enlightened guru or masterful monk or something, right? I mean, some of the people who they just seem like they've got their stuff put together. I mean, I've listened to talks from monks and people who've studied, uh, you know, Buddhism and stuff. They're, they've spent decades at their discipline. So, yes, they're very stoic. They're very calm and put together. But that's their life. They've done it. They're not out there in the world getting beat up like some of us are. And sometimes when those things happen, we we have a little bit of a backslide. And it doesn't mean that, you know, with a little bit of effort, that you don't just have some sort of a magical breakthrough. Some people can literally just be like, I'm going to change. I'm going to I'm gonna be this, you know, enlightened guru who is going to shift their life from this rock bottom and all of a sudden have my stuff together and bam. If you're one of those people, you're one of the very few who is able to do that. But the rest of us have a bad day, you know, or set of bad days. Most of us backslide. And sometimes when we have some really rough times, we'll revert back to old versions of ourselves. You know, we have those bad days or weeks or even months or years. I mean, it can last for a while. Those slumps can take a long time to come out of. That nosedive is sometimes hard to break ourselves out of. The key to it all is just to make sure that you're patient with yourself just like you'd be patient with your kid. You know, if you were helping your kid learn how to ride a bike, uh, as a parent of a teenager myself, I've had a lot of ways that I've had to teach my kid things. You know, I didn't get mad when he didn't learn how to do them right away. It's not what you do. It's not what you do as a parent, or at least most parents don't. Um, you know, I was patient and, and tried to teach him that patience. And when he got frustrated or scared or something, you let them do it at their own pace. But then on the flip side, you have to know when to help them push through the fear. You don't want it to be a, a you know a difficult experience that they don't enjoy 100%, but some of the diff most difficult things in life are not enjoyable, and that's a great lesson to teach kids from an early phase. You know, you push through the difficult part because we know as experienced adults that the, the growth and the empowerment lies on the other side of that difficult obstacle and that blockage. You know, and I'm trying to teach myself that same thing now because I don't have a parent holding my bicycle seat teaching me how to get through some of these difficult times. I'm teaching myself how to do things because I haven't had a whole lot of positive adult influences in my life to teach me how to do things right by example. I mean, it's it's an honest truth. I've, I've had different things happen in my life and not blaming anybody, but I've had to learn a lot of really hard lessons on my own, uh, I've had to learn how to do things sometimes by doing the opposite of what's been demonstrated to me. And I know a lot of people that can relate to that exact way their life has played out too. Um, and not only in my personal life, but my professional life, especially in my professional life. You know, I've had some great things my parents have done through for me in my, my personal life and stuff. They weren't perfect. No parents are. But I think my professional life has been that one where I've had to learn by the opposite of the examples that were set for me. And it's still continuing to go on, you know, even to this day. Um, I've, I've really only had very few great mentors throughout my, my 20 years in the, uh, in, in the work world. And uh, very few people that have taught me by setting a great example of how to do things. The rest of everything I've learned has been by really horrible examples of 
you know, they're doing a certain thing and I know it's not the right way to do it. And I've done the complete opposite and incorporated something that was, you know, much better. But the important part of the lesson was that you've identified that. And what an important lesson that is, you know, and, and what a harder road to take. If you're one of those people who's had to learn from some of those same types of bad examples, you know, a negative type of teacher, think about that. Think about what an amazing challenge you've signed up for in your life. You know, if we really choose on the other side, what sort of life we need to get into to teach us some of the things we maybe didn't learn in a previous life, which a lot of religious practices uh, look at and spiritual concepts look at. If that's true, like what sort of sadistic person were you on the other side to wish for some of the crazy challenges you've been through. But once this ride is over, you look at it afterwards and you're like, wow, you know, like I made it through some amazing things. And this is all part of it. You know, what an amazing challenge and opportunity that you've had to take the toughest path to the top of the mountain of life. You know, you chose that triple diamond trail to hike up, right? I mean, look at some of the roads that some of the people that I've grown up with and people that I'm friends with, I look at the roads that they've had and how really easy they've had it, you know, and and looked at them, uh, you know, with, with admiration, but really it was like, wow, I wish I sort of had things that same way. But on the flip side, it's made me who I am. And I hope you realize that too. If you're one of those people who's had a really rough road that, the person you've become, you know, how tough that you've had to be to make it through that harder road, that more challenging road. Just think about that for a minute. But having a lot of negative examples of how to live life through some of the most challenging things and then recognizing that and not following that bad example and then breaking those patterns yourself to mold yourself into something that you didn't even have an example of. Think about what it takes to become that kind of a person. So here I am looking at the things that I'm hard on myself over all the time. You know, the things that I'm not happy about and the things that I get mad at myself over for, you know, I didn't act a certain way. I'm Monday morning quarterback myself. When I have backslides, I get mad about it, you know, and then when I'm sitting in silence and I'm reflecting on it all, you know, I get a little bit mad at myself for certain ways that I act and things that I've said and how I didn't take a much more higher road, more enlightened one. But would you get mad at your kid when he falls down on that bike? You know, would you get mad at your child for being wobbly once they started to get going on that bike? Would you be upset if they got tired of trying to stay up on that bike and they just wanted a break from it for a few days or a week because you just were grinding it out trying to learn? Of course you wouldn't. But if a lot of time went by and eventually they they didn't want to get back on that bike you'd be like hey you know little one you got to you got to get out there and try and ride your bike today you know you've taken a break you've got to get out there and you know every time if that was the case and they answered no 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 i don't want to do it eventually you'd have to do something as a parent to motivate them and get them to realize it's time to get back on that bike and it's time to continue to learn that skill that you're trying to learn. And the same goes for you. You know, that's where you have to be in your own life day to day as well. You know, you may not want to face some of the challenges that you have to face, but eventually you've got to get out there and face them. And, you know, if you're trying to live a more positive and inclusive and spiritual life and you're caring about, you know, the present 
everything that life has, all the great things that I talk about all the time, all the great things that I'm even myself trying to embody, you know, you need to incorporate all of those things into your life. Those are, that's a great concept. It's all an awesome way to approach living life every day, but you also have to give yourself room to slip and fall. Negativity will pop up. You're going to get negative and it's okay, but it's not a place where you take up permanent residence. And that's what we're going to dive into today. If you haven't tried some of Organifi's products, you are absolutely missing out on some of the highest quality supplements on the planet. I'm someone who doesn't allow anything into my body that I'm not 100% sure of its purity, and this company goes above and beyond to certify the quality of their products many times over. My day starts and ends with Organifi, and I've literally never felt more amazing. In the morning, I use the Organifi green juice in combination with the complete chocolate protein powder after my demanding tough morning workout. I mix it in with some vanilla almond milk, maybe some kale or some banana, and the energy that flows from that is something I've never felt before. And at the end of a long day, I settle down with some of the gold chocolate with a little almond milk and some coconut oil for a hot drink that helps my beat up body and mind recover and get the rest that it needs to keep up with my demanding schedule. I literally do not know what I would do without this company. Go check out their amazing product line at OrganifiShop.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com. And if you find something you want to check out, use the coupon code LiveThisLife to save 15% off of your purchase. So as I usually talk about things on the show that are bubbling up for me in my life, And this has been one that I've been a bit hard on myself over the last month or so. You know, being quite disorganized, very hectic, it's led to a lot of chaos in my own life. And a lot of different contributing factors have led to me being quite a negative person lately. I completely recognize it. You know, the the world around me, you know, challenging people that I have currently around me at every single angle. It's easy to sit there. And look at them and the circumstances that I've I've put myself into again because ultimately I'm manifesting the situation. If I wanted all these things to change and go away, I could take several steps and poof, make them all literally disappear out of my life. But uh, you know why don't I do that? You know, I guess it's a good question. There's a pro and con list for all of it. You know, is it easier to walk away from those problems? Um, it depends. You know, because the after effects of it all could actually be worse on a whole bunch of different fronts. So I have to make the best rational decision. And plus, running away from your problems, I mean, that's so easy to do. But is that really where you want your life to go? So I realized that all of this is temporary. And when I broke free of this last time, I've been here before. I've been here several times before where I have felt like this. I've had to purposely focus on what it was I was feeling and then shed that feeling by pushing through it and finding the good in the situation that I was in and just be happy where I was. It was one of the most important life lessons I've learned and here I am again. I need to just learn that one again. So I'm immersing myself into that. You know, I've told the story a million times, but here I am realizing that I need to put that movie on rerun. I need to watch that one over again. I gotta put it on a loop on repeat until I get through it all. 
And it's, it's kind of funny because I think that's why the new Matrix movie has hit me so hard. Um, if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it yet on a future episode. I'm definitely going to. I've got some conversations coming up where I'm going to dive into some of the philosophy. Matrix is like my favorite all-time movie series other than like Rocky from when I was younger. But um, the Matrix, huge on philosophy. And I've loved it for years. And the new movie came out a little disappointing in my opinion. But still, like, like I said, it could have been a musical <laughs> about The Matrix and I would have loved it. Um, but definitely uh, not one of the best one of the series. But I left the theater and I wasn't overly impressed. But then I went home. I watched it several times on HBO Max and found some things I missed the first time, the second time, and dug deeper in the surface. And you know, in the opening scenes of the movie, there's these repeating loops that one of the characters is going through, and it happens to help that character evolve and learn something profound. And I was like, wow, you know, we really get stuck in some of those things as well. We get stuck in these loops and just keep repeating things over and over in our lives. The same themes, the same people, the same types of stuff, and we wonder why. Well, Maybe it's because we break free of those when we finally realize that we're in that loop and something needs to change, and then we change that, and then something profound happens and our life completely transforms. And that treadmill is something that we sometimes don't realize we're stuck on until something jumps in front of us and goes, hey, realize that you're stuck on the treadmill. I think this is what this movie was kind of doing for me. And sometimes that negative treadmill is such an easy one to get stuck on because let's be honest, the world is a really negative place right now. Everybody's amped up about everything, whether it's politics or vaccines or, or the virus, whatever it is, people are just literally amped up all the time. So whenever people are just out and about and they're doing things or they see something on Facebook that just winds them up a little bit, they just, they're already high strong. So it's very, very easy to go down a negative road, but it also takes up a lot of energy to do it. But, you know, I feel like this loop that I might be stuck in right now is meant to teach me something, you know, so I have to start looking and listening a lot more. And that's what I've been doing. So right now I'm on the hunt. I'm on that one to try and figure out what it is. Um, but I, like I said, realized that I've been increasingly getting more and more negative lately and very snippy and had a very fu attitude towards people in every aspect of my life, I've been very intolerant with people and being like, you don't like it, get out of the way because I'm just really not in the mood to appease people anymore. You know, this is this is how I'm gonna be until I'm out of it. And if you don't like it, just leave me alone. And that bothered me when I realized it because that's a very old version of me and how I used to be. And a lot of people are probably surprised to hear that because most of you probably just know me through this show or through a lot of the stuff that I do through Clubhouse and whatever else. That's the version of me that I've shifted into over the last few years. And it was the one that's the predominant one. But for some reason, like I said, that backslide is tipping the scales back into sort of an old version. I have to figure out what it is that's got me there. You know, and I'm not happy about it at all, realizing it's the first thing. Um, and I'm working very diligently on it. You know, it's, uh, this is actually a very vulnerable moment for me to be putting out there. And it's, it, that's another huge thing that gets you through some of this stuff is that vulnerability, you know, being out there and talking about it. But it's also something that I'm being very patient with myself as well. And I think that's one of the hugest takeaways that anybody can have on this one is not being so hard on yourself when one of these types of backslides comes in. You know, first you have to recognize that you're there, you're in that backslide. And 
that's okay because we have the universal laws. We've talked about them many times. That law of polarity, you have the negative and the positive, and you have the laws of correspondence. You know, the swing to the left is equal to the swing to the right. And in my own experience, has shown me that those happen often, but they're temporary. Nothing is permanent. Everything changes. So on the other side of whatever's going on right now, there's going to be a slingshot onward and upward. It has happened every single time. So I have to be confident in the fact that it's going to happen this time here. So here I am just rolling with it, doing what I got to do. And if that means I'm, I'm telling somebody off or sharing my opinions on how I feel when I sometimes otherwise stay quiet and let people spout their opinions without firing mine back because I really don't care to project my opinions on people, no matter how much they may have insulted me, then so be it, you know, but that's changed a little bit lately. So I've kind of shifted. I've, I've expressed myself a little bit more, which has magnetized some conflict and negativity. And, you know, honestly, that part of me I would shy away from in the past few years. It's a part of me that doesn't come out very often anymore and a part of me that some people didn't know existed. And I guess maybe that's the point. You know, that part maybe does need to come out so you can show that, you know, personally me, I maybe I, I needed it to come out so I could show that I was spiritual and you can be mindful, but you can... Uh, you know, be something else on the other side too. You know, you can do all these things that I'm doing and wanting a better world for yourself, a better life and all that stuff. But in the midst of all that positive manifestation, you can have times where you're just like, F this thing, F that thing, F this news article, F that person in your opinion, F this day, F this week. You know, it doesn't mean that you're any less of a person for having those times. And I think that you're, perfectly able and allowed to have those days. And you can't think that you're any less of a person because you do. Or if you try to, to front and pretend that you never have them, that's one thing I can't stand is that, that Facebook fake, the, the, you know, the Instagram stuff, that people just, they, their lives are absolutely perfect and it's just not realistic. You know, I, I know even some of the most positive, high-vibing people have times where they hit their wall and they come out with, you know, you should have heard this bullshit the asshole said the other day. And it's like, whoa, where'd that come from? You know, it's like completely unexpected. I've had that happen every once in a while because like I said, how people have gotten to know me in the last couple of years and then they'll hear something like that come out of me out of the blue and I'll just be wigged out about something, especially lately, be a little amped up. It's it's a shock, and I've had the same thing happen where I've I've get to know these people, and all of a sudden, just boom, this comes out, and it's like, wait, you're a real person? Like you feel this way too? I thought you were on, you know, you you like rode a flying carpet to work and stuff. Like you're not supposed to feel this way. What you need to realize is everybody does, no matter how they may put on a front that they don't, they must. Um, like I said, unless maybe there's one of some of the extremely rare ones who've put in some of that crazy discipline, but you're entitled, you know, you're human and you're no less of a person for feeling that way whenever you do feel that way. I think any person who's on a personal journey of self-discovery and self-mastery and inner exploration can put on a really good front and try to make it look like they're just sunshine and rainbows and unicorn horns and all this stuff all the time. But I know a lot of these people personally and that doesn't happen you know, really for anybody. So don't let them fool you. You know, there's there's times that they feel the same exact way that I'm talking about. 
you know, and I've had a great conversation or two lately where um, I was very fortunate enough to have someone very bluntly bring it to my attention that I'm a very different person on the show than the one that I bring to everyday life, or at least the everyday life that they get to see, you know, they get to see me in a certain capacity, and I'm not the person that they kind of thought I was when it came to the show. And that was a really stark eye opener, because I've actually heard another mentor of mine, Brandon Beecham from the Positive Head Podcast, I've heard him say the same exact thing, where he's in business, doing a lot of high stress stuff, and people get to know him, and he's actually had people work for him that met him through his podcast. This is, his podcast is mega huge. And he'll get associated with people, and then they get into his other side business that he has. And I've heard him tell me before that people have brought it up to him. Like, wow, you know, I kind of wish we had more of the Brandon from the show that we do um, in at work. You know, I wish we had that version of the person a little bit. And I remember him saying that. And then I had it brought to my attention and someone said almost the same exact thing. And I was like, wow, okay, I get it. You know, I, I guess I need to have a, that was a great mirror. That was a great reflection for me to see. I might not have otherwise ever seen what I looked like to that person if I didn't have that reflection. And you know, the advice I got was to try to bring that person into your everyday life more often. Bring the way you want to become, and you know, that person that you want to become, bring that person into your life more and more, be more conscious of it. And not just on a limited basis that you get to do the live this life stuff. You know, it's a small sliver of my life that I actually get to do those types of things. Try and bring it in a little bit more, you know, and if that person you're being when you get to have these talks and interact with people and be that personality, you know, if that's the one that you want to embody the most and that person's not negative, you know, and for the most part, that person's filled up and happy and lit up, then pull that person into your life full time. Why not? Why aren't you? And I didn't have an answer. You know, I guess I use the excuse that life got the better of me. Well, don't let life get the better of you. You know, take active steps to make sure that you don't let life get the better of you, or at least minimize it as much as possible. You're not going to be perfect, but try and minimize how much life ends up weighing you down. And it's kind of like in meditation, you know, you you get your mind nice and clear, and then all of a sudden, you know, you realize after five or 10 minutes that you've got thoughts running. You can't get frustrated with yourself in those moments. You just have to clear your mind again and get back to where you got to go. And eventually, that's like a mental muscle that you strengthen. The same thing goes for a certain way that you want to approach life. You have to go out there. And when you have those backslides, when you realize that you're wandering away from the person that you want to be, you just bring yourself back to it. And the more often you do that, you can have certain triggers that can get you there. But the more often you do that, you'll you'll bring yourself into resonance with that person. But you just can't be frustrated with yourself. Just like in meditation, when your mind starts to wander, that's the same equivalent to when you start to backslide or you become that negative person. You can't be frustrated with yourself and say, oh, come on, Heath doesn't do this. You know, this person doesn't do this. Why am I doing this? I must not be as good as them. No, BS, I do it all the time. I do it way more than I should. So if you're one of those people and you think those thoughts, like being real as a real person, it takes a while, it takes a long time, and this could be a lifelong process. The people who think that enlightenment is a destination that you're going to get to are completely wrong. Enlightenment is a journey, it's a complete process that never ends. And if you think you've reached it, you are so far from enlightenment, it's not even funny, you better start the journey over. You don't reach enlightenment, it's a process that you're constantly on. And you know what? 
you can't be perfect all the time. That's the biggest thing I want you to take away from this episode. There are times when I'm I'm striving so much to to not go into negative town at all. But you know, once you visit, you know, you can go there once in a while. Um, you know, don't set a course to go there though. Don't do it on purpose. You know, like if I find myself there on the way to Positiveville, then that's fine. You know, you can stop in for a quick visit, take a look around, see how crappy of a of an atmosphere that it is, and uh, you know, get out of town as quickly as possible. But don't take up permanent residence there because if you do, that's when things are just going to start to fall apart for you. So, um, you know, don't make a point to be there on purpose. And once you kind of realize you're there and you've seen what you got to see, get out of Dodge, you know, and, and I mean, really, it's it's tiring to be negative. It really is. It takes up so much more of your energy to be negative and resentful in life than it does to be happy. If you think about it, being happy is is effortless, isn't it? You know, when when it happens, it just happens. You don't have to think when you're at your happiest, most enjoyable times. When you're having a blast, when you're having a great time, it, it doesn't take any work, you know? And when you're done feeling that way, you feel lit up, you know? You don't get tired of being happy. But being negative and bitter takes up so much of your energy and focus. You know, you have all this angst and constriction when you're all wound up and negative. You know, your your heart's pounding and you're anxious and your your heart rate is up and you're burning hot. You know, you you have the 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 um, cortisol building up in your body. You know, all those those negative emotions actually bring up a physical response within your body. So that mental state that you're consciously choosing to reside in, you might not be doing it so much on purpose, but if you're not choosing to try and stay out of it as much as possible, you're making a conscious decision to stay there. So when you make that conscious decision to stay there, you're doing all these things to yourself that are actually burning you out, you know? You're trying to problem solve all the time when you're in that state, you know? You're mad about whatever it is that's causing you this pain, you know? Your your boss, your spouse, you know, the asshole on Facebook who called your credibility into question because you survived COVID and had a positive message to share with people about it. Yeah, that really happened to me. You know, that's part of what my my last few weeks has been about. Um, just went through COVID recently. I still sound a little bit stuffy, but I was on there, put a video on, and I had somebody question my credibility in some of the other stuff that I do because I was sharing a message that I'm not a vaccinated person. Um, and if people want to make that choice, that's fine. But here I am unvaccinated, uh, two-time cancer patient, a jeopardized immune system and all that stuff. And I have just kept myself really healthy like I always do and made it through it within two days and was back in the gym after four. And someone actually ripped apart my credibility because I was minimizing the whole thing, which I really didn't. It's on my Facebook page. The video is still up. And I think it's a three minute, very positive message that just said, this is what worked for me. This was my experience, not taking away from anybody else's experience who's lost someone, who's gone through a hard time. I just happen to be fortunate, but I also feel like my fortune has come from the conscious decisions I've made to not drink, to not smoke, to do all the healthy things that I do. That's what my video was. Someone called my credibility into question. And of course that adds to my negativity. So it's all exhausting. It's taken up a lot of my mental power and gave that away consciously. I gave that away. I let somebody take that from me. But you know, on the flip side, when you're lit up, when you're excited, when you're motivated, when you're feeling good about life and 
you're feeling good about yourself and the types of things that you're doing and all the stuff that you get to do, you know, not the things that you have to do, but the things that you get to do, all the things that you're grateful for, that stuff doesn't take your energy away. If anything, it lights you up. It feeds your fire. You know, you feel great. You feel like you can take on the world instead of the weight of the world being on your shoulders. You're like, yeah, give it to me. I will lift that weight. It's completely opposite when you're on those different sides of the polarity and the negative and positive spectrum. So, you know, ultimately give yourself that permission to feel what you feel. But, you know, think of it like a sailboat, I guess. You know, you don't get to control the strength and the direction of the wind, but you can control, you know, where you go with the power of that wind. If you let the negative burst come at you, that negative burst of wind come at you in life, it can topple your boat over if you let it. It can take you out and, and bring you somewhere out to see that you don't want to be. Or you can recognize that it's there and you can channel it into something constructive. You can use it to push your sails and fill you up. You know, I personally, I use it for my workouts during, the, you know, these freezing months. I use it to get outside because I literally hate being outside. I live in one of the worst places to be someone who does not enjoy the cold. So I let it in these last few weeks push me to get outside and enjoy the the really quiet, crisp nature that surrounds us. You know, January, New England. I put up a video on TikTok of this ice waterfall that we have right next door to us. It's just a few hundred yards off my property. And I never climb up there to go and see it. And it's gorgeous. And uh, that nice cold slap in the face, it shakes you up and kind of gets you out of that like a like an ice bath or something. And, uh, you know, I've been using that that intensity that I've been feeling lately for like mega intense workouts. And, you know, you can funnel that energy into whatever way is healthy for you. You know, I don't know. Maybe you want to go on a social media blitz and waste a bunch of time winding people up on Facebook or whatever. Um, I don't suggest you do that because it'll just blow that negative wind into someone else's sails. So, but, you know, the point of it all is to allow it to come and go without judgment. You know, be mindful in every day. Recognize how you're starting and ending it every single day, how you're starting and ending your mindset every day. Then do mindful check-ins throughout the day to get you back on track if you need to. You know, for me, I wear a couple of bracelets. I wear one on each one of my wrists to remind my ass to stay in check. So, you know, I'll pause or I'll look at them and I'll adjust them and, and I'll, I'll sort of do a check-in. I'll look at them and just kind of focus for a minute and just be like, okay, where am I right now? Do I need to bring myself back? And it's actually been a great tip that someone gave me. So um, I've embraced that and it works. You know, all sorts of things you can put in the toolbox, right? Um, you know, I'm going to go back out there after recording this episode since I've got a very hectic schedule in front of me with a lot of great opportunities, I guess, to go one way or another with all the stuff I'm talking about. So, you know, what a great opportunity to incorporate those tools in the toolbox and, and not be a toolbox like I had apparently been to make someone say to me, you should be more like that guy from the podcast than you, you are in your everyday life, you know, and as bold of a comment as that was, um, I really actually appreciate it. It's one of the best things that I've I've actually heard, and I think it's going to resonate with me for a very long time. So um, totally appreciate that one, Doug. Thank you. You know, it really did. Uh, it happens for a reason, and all these things happen for a reason. Everything bubbles up for uh, a reason. You know, everything that you feel is for a reason. It helps bring on the greatest and grandest, grandest version of you. So... With that one, I'm going to wrap this one up. I have 
the absolute perfect song for this episode. This one's from Eula. Haven't played a track from him in a while. This one's called Everything You Feel. Realize that everything you feel is real. It's called a part of life. The masterful part is making sure you're intentional in how you steer that sailboat into the wind. We'll see you next time. So me